Okay. Remember when I said, hey, was I chewing the whole time, suggesting that we should re-record it before we left? And you're like, no, it's fine. And now we're re-recording it because, because I, I was chewing the I whole time. I didn't think with the... We didn't hear it. Didn't you hear listened it. to like a one-second clip. Yeah, and you were just having not be chewing there, you know. Did I ever come across like not lazy to you? It's true. It's a good point. I, I try to market myself the way I am. Anyway, we're movie drunks. I'm Dan. <laughs> I'm Danny. I'm Supper. Hi, Supper. I'm annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. It's my birthday, uh, though. It is I, your birthday. I warned you, too. It's my birthday. And you're like, oh, we gotta be recorded because you were chewing the whole time. I'm like, yeah. And it's told you my me- birthday. I'm, <laughs> you can't make fun of me on my birthday. Yeah. All you go. did on my birthday was make fun of me. All right, yes, yeah. because you're an exception. You're Sep. All right. Mm-hmm. Danny, what are we watching this week? <laughs> we're watching my favorite movie, Almost Famous. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get to these rules. So we got um, anytime a real life band or singer is mentioned, we drink. We drink. Um, that one anytime got us. Will get us. Will get us. Will will get us. Anyone calls William the enemy. Yes. But not when William calls himself the enemy. Yes, true. true. I am the enemy. Uh, whenever they arrive in new cities, it's the next time we drink. I like um, drinking. Then we got some words here. We got Band-Aid, Crazy, or Purple. Dan, I'm going to go with purple just because there's that one scene. Purple! Your aura is purple! Yeah, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but okay. Um, Band-Aid, because I just put on a new Band-Aid on my finger. Ah, superstitious, I see. Superstitious. And I got leaves me with crazy, because that's my life. All right. <laughs> Bitches be crazy. You are home. Bitches be crazy. You heard it here first. Um, Coming from one bitch who is crazy. Bitches be crazy. Can, can confirm. <laughs> um, no, no, I, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. It's was okay. Sorry. Whenever anyone says Rolling Stone, oh, the we drink. Do you know Rolling Stone? Yes. And okay. whenever a girl is shown with no pants on, we drink. That happens a lot, oddly. Yeah, it does. Interesting. It's almost like it's a rock band movie. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, it's crazy. And then when are we finishing our drink, Danny? We are finishing our drink when Penny says, you are home. And she does little mystic finger things. Well, like, she does this weird like, thing. Like jazz hands. She does this weird ass thing with her hand. It's like, jazz hands. you know, you are home. It's basically jazz hands. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to the movie. Three. Do you think she just used the force on him? Bitch. Dude, she probably <laughs> did. Two, one, movie drugs. That's my thing. <laughs> All right, we're back. My we're name back. is Danby. We already did our names. No, I deleted that part. Oh. <laughs> really? Yeah. You Danby, I did. Wait. wait, what? Oh, wait, no. We Okay, well, while you're doing the thing, we we recorded like a little bit and like, we can't doing do this. Doing the thing. We got to wait for separate. You mean well, we did it in the... Okay, well... I like how you say it well, when you were doing the thing. I don't know. Oh, we like said it in the intro. Oh, we did say it in the intro. I didn't even drink tonight. Yeah, that's weird. I just... Bleh. Yeah. Bleh. Interesting. Danny's just drunk. Yeah, I almost had... Well, we, we determined that I did... I had four four drinks. Mm. I was gonna go go do five, but you're like, no, 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 no. You're drunk enough, Danby. Let's ruin your fun. I would like to. 
I mean, you know, she tried to stop you, like, well, on your third one. <laughs> my second drink, I poured way too much alcohol in yeah, it. Yeah, oh my god, I had to dude. dump some of it out. That was disturbing how much so, people... just while we're on the topic of puking, very briefly. Yes. I want to talk about the scene where they're pumping Penny Lane's stomach. Mm, yes. yes. La, 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 Why la. was it so, like... Sexy? Yes. I have no idea. Makes me so uncomfortable. Yeah, I think he's got a, like some sort of puke kink or something. No, but it's like like, like <laughs> Will standing there and like you see the shots of her like toes curling and her legs kind of squirming. He's like while they're pumping hey. her stomach. I'm like, why are you? It's it's it, a very it, weird. A lot of things in this movie make me uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Well, like the what? There's the the scene where they, I guess, gangbang him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not even like the. Oh, cool. I, they say, let's defile the kid. Like No, they, no, no, no. They said, let's deflower the kid. Oh, deflower the kid. Yeah. Um, I hate uh, Jeff. Jeff Beebe? Jeff is the worst character. Wait, um, why? He. If anything, Ru- uh, Russell's worse. I hate Jeff. He just gives me the creeps. You hate Lee? Jason Lee? My name is Earl? Sure. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I have a lot to talk about with this movie, and it's all about grooming. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. It's it is creepily groomy, you yeah. know. Like I guess by today's standards, it's definitely it's definitely had has that like um, air to it, you know. Yeah, but this like movie. I feel like if this if if this movie came out today and was like released by Netflix, I feel like it would have gotten canceled. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, this is like twenty years old too. So I mean, like yeah, the world has changed a lot in twenty years. I mean, obviously, this was like an acceptable. Like thing well back in the day because it's it's really interesting seeing that like this scene is still around but just in a different music genre. Oh, in rap now? No. Oh, pop punk. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that was literally like my second note. My second note was just oh, we'll talk about the pop punk scene because yeah, like the seventies music scene, like when rock and roll, like quote unquote, like first like started basically when it was first getting big. That's what pop punk is now. Damn. And it's disgusting. I mean, maybe not as much recently, but, like, within, like, from 2000 to 2010, yeah, definitely. Uh, Well, there's, what, Tyler Carter just got um, ousted from issues for grooming. Yeah, you're right. I'm not gonna say 2000, 2010. I'm gonna say, like... Recently, yeah. Like, 20, like, between 2010 and 2020 is when it was bad. Especially, like, when you've, like, fucking, like, you've started getting shit, like, um... Who in the story so far kicked the kid off the stage? Fuck. I don't. I don't. I'm not in the pop punk scene as well, much as like, you guys. And there was a Facebook meme going around recently where, like, so Machine Gun Kelly dropped a pop punk album, uh, yes. which sounds really weird. Apparently, it's really, really good. It is. I haven't listened to it yet. I've heard little snippets while walking around at work because it'll play like on some of the previews. Whatever it is, pretty good. Pop punk but, definitely suits him better. But it's really funny it's because weird. there's a meme going around. We're like, oh, you know, like. Machine Gun Kelly is changing the game in the pop punk scene by de- dating someone his age. And it's like, ha ha ha, but that's actually true. Yeah. And like, watching this movie made me just like, Ugh. yeah. Man. Well, I think that's the, that's like the, the main takeaway is like, cause the main takeaway is to like that Lester Bangs was really the hero. Or he was the he was like the guardian angel because he's like these people aren't your friends they just yeah. they just want to use you to make themselves look good 
And it's, that's exactly what they ended up doing. But at the same time... That's showbiz, baby. It's, so I guess... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but I guess this story is about William kind of changing their minds and mm-hmm. bringing them into not being creepy. Even though they did the, do those things and stuff. And the, he didn't change the whole scene. He didn't make a huge impact. He's but the he, good boy. He made this band a little bit better. Yeah. You know? I guess that's the main story. Yeah, no. Feck you. Feck you! <laughs> That was so stupid. Hey! Dude, this movie's so fucking quotable. I got literally, like, feck you, um, 11, uh, one day you'll be cool, um, (laughs) you'll meet them all again on their long journey to the middle. (laughs) Yeah. Um, um, the buzz! Um, yeah, other ones. Purple! Your aura is purple! Your aura is purple! (laughs) Purple. I, what you, I didn't get the last thing you said. Purple. Your aura is purple. I'm a golden god. Dude, I'm a golden god. Yeah. Dude, so many fucking yeah, classic dude, lines in this movie. A lot of good lines there, man. Oh, dude. my god. So, the reason that, like, this movie is, like, my favorite is just because it's been around in my... Like, my my parents introduced this to me when I was, like, what? I was, like, five or six. And, like... Okay. Probably not the best decision for no. them to do. But I don't know. I always thought it was charming because, like, my dad was like, he was in this scene. You know, he was in like the '80s rock scene because he uh, used to tour well, with a band, yeah, and stuff. So he he's just like, it's like, yeah, that's how it was, man. There was just like, you know, drugs everywhere, and there's groupies everywhere. Meanwhile, you're a six year old kid. I mean, well, I wasn't six. I start. I watched this movie when I was six, and we watched it over and over and over and over again okay. throughout the years. Yeah. So I slowly understood it more and more. <laughs> Your poor innocence. So, but yeah, like so, like it's 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 kind of cool because like my dad would always like hype up certain scenes. Like um, mm-hmm. I remember like with the scene where he like discovers music, where like mm-hmm. when he discovers like the like his sister leaves the records for him under his bed. Yeah, and he goes like, "Wow," you know. And, like that always be like, "Yo, this is like when he like discovers it," you know. And it's like, "Oh, that's so cool." It's like mystical. It, it's like, but it's just music. You know, yeah. seeing this whole movie. It makes me uncomfortable that this is like your family's movie. His poor innocence. I mean, it, it just is. <laughs> it's my favorite movie. No, no, and I don't care that it's your favorite movie. Fucking my favorite movie is Whiplash. We're both damaged. It's okay. La La Land. Well, but, okay, well, I don't look into it just to. I don't look at the no. grooming thing. I don't. I, that's not the movie to me. That's all it. That's like the biggest thing that I got from it, though, which is like how like Doesn't, uncomfortable <laughs> I was. I mean, okay. I mean, the thing I got from it was that one scene, that the scene in the movie is like yeah. how music brings them all together. Yeah. And like they all are like kind of like, I guess they're, they're a road family and they're all in this together. That's exactly. kind of what I got out of the movie. Yeah. For like, the most part. Yeah. Like, so like they keep saying, like, there's like a whole like dichotomy. Okay. This is, this is where I bring up my video essay. I did a video essay <laughs> about this movie. And I titled it The Dichotomy of Real and Cool. So there's mm-hmm. like a dichotomy between the real world, which is like, you know, what Russell's kind of searching for because he's so inundated with the cool world. Mm-hmm. And Lester Bangs brings this up where he's just like, you know, it's an industry of cool. So nothing ever, nothing even matters. It's like Transformers has taken over the box office, right? Yeah. Like it's that kind of like just cool shit happening. And like they're just putting cool shit in, in the music and there's no art there anymore. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so he, he then, so Russell's trying to get back to that where like where he started, and William's there to remind him of that, and Penny's there along for the ride, 
or well, Penny's there to like just be like the I guess the so a lot of like different different angles and perspectives you can get from this. So like William, he's being like corrupted, but corrupted by Penny and the gang and stuff. But at the same time, he you have Lester Bangs on his shoulder trying to keep him as like you know you're you're a journalist, you're here, you're there to report what you see and you know focus on the music and stuff not not like these guys aren't these guys have an air of cool but that's not that's not who they are they're trying that's just a veil to you know guard them from what you know however fucked up they are yeah basically so it's like like he says the theme in, in like in like the line at the end he's just like the only currency in this bankrupt world is what we can share between somebody when we're when two people are uncool because then that's like there's no like bullshit in the way of mm-hmm. that you know and that, that, that's, that's the big problem with like a lot of these industries where they're just like hollywood like you know you, you have like uh, there's a show called episodes yeah i've heard of it a lot all of it is just a lot of it is just like the movie so it's like these two writers get a job to move their show from england to the U, to u.s and they're dealing with Hollywood, and the execs keep saying, "Oh yeah, we love what you're doing." And then, and behind the scenes, they're like shadow banning them from like everything. They're like trying to like, in, you know, they're saying like, "Oh, they actually fucking hate whatever they wrote," and they're yeah. gonna like try to backstab them later, you mm-hmm. know. So it's all this bullshit. It's in the way, and like you know, Lester Banks just wants wants to cut right to the music. Like, yeah, what makes it good, you know. Did I ruin all your notes. I'm trying to unlock my fucking phone. I'm just like trying to like face, just, like use my face for it, but it like, wasn't working. I'm like, God damn it! So I had to like, eh, eh, eh. yeah. There we go. Um, got to it. But yeah, no, that was a very good, uh, yeah, brief video breath. essay you had there. I'm out of breath right now. <laughs> um, oh my god, let's go back to the beginning where. It starts off with a fucking Alvin and the Chipmunks song. Yeah, I wanted like, to shoot my fucking brains out because I hate Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah, with a burning passion. That's ironic because Jason Lee ended up um, playing yeah. the guy in, in those yeah, movies. Yeah, the, the the main guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ironic. Yeah, <laughs> ironic. <laughs> ironic. <laughs> he could save him. Wait, he save others from death, but he could not save himself. That's yeah. <laughs> um, Seppi's favorite movie. Yes. Well, not your favorite movie, but... One of her favorite yeah. movies. Um, I'm talking shit about some of the seasonal employees that I work with with one oh. of my coworkers right now. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the, uh, whatever down here. Oh, the goodbye scene between Lester and William. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Oh, goodbye. Yeah. Bye. He's like, you're still here. Bye. <laughs> I was like, well, that was you need, so dead. You need a ride? <laughs> He's like, no, nah, man. It took the bus. <laughs> it's like, fucking. Nice. Yeah. Dude, um, the, well, that's what makes this, you know, I love Lester Banks as a character. He's just so fucking, just so fucking perfect because he's a dick. He's like, he's like Han Solo. He's a dick, but he's right. You know? Yeah. And, well, uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's a, he's a dick with a heart of gold, I guess. I guess so. You could say that. <laughs> we don't really know much about Lester in the movie, but like, I mean, yeah, I guess he. Well, Philip Seymour Hoffman. I mean, rest in peace. He, I think he 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 had like an extremely short amount of time filming the scenes. I, if I remember correctly, it was like three days or something like that, mm. which is like 
three, three, three fucking days to get all of his scenes filmed. That's amazing. I mean, I feel like he only had like three scenes, so I mean, like it, it kind of worked. Yeah, but <laughs> I feel like he's such a, like I feel like he's just kind of like a bigger part of the movie than you think. You know he has I mean? a pivotal role in the movie, yeah. but like you just don't see him that much. Yeah, yeah the scenes are, are short and spread apart very far. But. He spreads the message of the film. Yeah. That's kind of what... He's, yeah. He's like the narrator, I guess. In a way, yeah. But like, talking to the main character in the Subtext. <laughs> Subtext. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's a plot device. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely one of my favorite um, Philip Seymour Hoffman portrayals. Yeah, I only know a few of his movies. Um, not a- you should see Boogie Nights. He's amazing in that. God. <laughs> I have not seen that. Um, how the fuck old is Penny? Because it's really weird. Like, she looks like she could be 18, but she also feels like she's been in the game a while, so she could be in her, like, mid to late 20s. Like, what the fuck is this? Well, according <laughs> to her, she's 15, but, like, she she does not look 15. no, no. no. Kate Hudson don't look 15 in that. Yeah. I mean, even William doesn't look 15. Like, I know they're going they're no, going he, for that. He looks more 15 than her. she does. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. He definitely looks like at least a high school student. Yeah. But, like, he doesn't look 15. Like, I remember what I was like when I was 15. I wasn't, like, I guess that bold. Yeah. You know? Even for, like, how, like, you know, like, shrimpish he is. And, like... But like, even, like, even, like, yelling at, like, Russell. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. I would be like, you're a rock star. But this is also the seventies. Yeah, it is. People were like more mature back then. Yeah, they had. It's weird. Yeah. There were also more. I mean, I guess people looked older too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I see like, uh, uh, what are they? Seniors in high school, and they look like they're ten. <laughs> like literally, they look ten to me. Yeah, no, it's crazy, man. It's the, it's the fashion nowadays, and like the way people like dress. That's kind of the way it like they come off as. It's. It's a paradox. I don't know. <laughs> it's a paradox. Jesus Christ. We're living a lie. We're living a lie. So, the thing I want to bring up is, me and Danny agree on this, that people look older in the 70s, like, at our age, than they do today. Yes. It's very weird. I mean, we think it's attributed to, like, the way they dress and stuff like that back then. They're more mature than they are, we are. Is it strictly people our age, or just, like people in general i'd say people are it's between 20 and 25 okay yeah like jamie lee curtis in halloween she was 19 when filming that and she looks older That's than me scary. Okay, but so here here's my argument have you ever looked at a 14 year old in 2020 because they look 25 well this okay the thing is they look 25 but they're like they we're not talking about how they act Especially, no, especially girls. Like they like with the makeup and they like the hairstyles and mm-hmm. stuff. They look older, mm-hmm. but they're shrimps. They're so short. No, they're not. Not all. Of You've them. seen my cousin, who I won't name. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like she could pass for. She is my she sister's could pass for, like, age. Twenty-two. She is Catherine's age. Shit. Yes. Like okay. maybe like three or four months older than her. Damn. Uh, here, let me show you photos for context. Keep talking. Yeah, but then are we thinking like more along the lines of males our age? Probably guys, because I remember like yes. um, freshmen, you know, they look like kindergartners to me. Yeah, yeah, no, it's true. But like, then we, yeah, we grow out of that, grow out of that a little bit, but like, wow. She just turned... 14? 14 or 15, I think, in October. Yeah, she could pass for 18. That's what I'm saying. Um... Oh, your other cousin I was thinking of could pass her 22. The one my age? Yeah. Oh, well, well she is, she's yeah, my so, age, yeah. so. Makes sense. Yeah. No, this it's just a weird, as we said, paradox thing, and that 
Nobody really thinks of it, nobody says it, but we notice it. I think men, absolutely. I think a big part of it is, like, facial hair. Hey, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah, I noticed that, like, um, yeah, definitely when everyone started hit like, junior year, that's when they started to look like... Like, especially my friend Joe, who I thought that I saw that one day, and you still mm-hmm. yell at me for it. Mm-hmm. Um, he grew out, like, this full beard. Just, yeah. It came out of nowhere. And it was like, bro, you look like you're 30. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's like... Well, because that's he's just... younger a, than me. Well, that's just a thing with guys, is without facial hair, they all look like babies. Mm-hmm. I think, like... I definitely want to say, like, when I was a senior facial hair probably started getting, like, trendy among boys. Like, a lot of, like, guys like, in grades, like, above me when I was younger, I don't think they had a lot. But, like, it definitely... Because that's, like, you kind of have that group where it's, like, you start getting all the boys who are only wearing, like, khakis and flannels carrying around their gallon jug of water everywhere. (laughs) Take it easy, okay? I didn't... I would say, like, they're khakis and flannels, but I didn't wear... (laughs) Carry around the jug of water. Oh, no, that's crucial to their character. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. So I'm not one of them. Is that crucial where you went to high school? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I barely went to high school. Damn. I But yeah, I think, uh... I think dudes definitely look... I would say they look like either, like, well, you, their there's age a picture or younger. Of, well, you saw that picture of Rhett without uh, facial hair. Yeah. So well, that like, was also an old photo, but still weird. Uh, well, yeah, he had to have been... He looked... He looked 24 to me. Okay, well, it was probably... He was probably in his mid-20s, because it was probably, like, at least five years uh, old or whatever. Okay. But yeah, because he looks like he looks like thirty five now. Yeah, hmm. he probably is. <laughs> well, yeah, anyway. there you go. we just felt like uh, sharing that little tidbit of information where we just went on a five minute rant about this. Yeah, like yeah. minutes. Um, <laughs> Hannah Pack would be in a fucking hoe in this movie, dude. Yeah, it was no. weird. Well, it was weird because I think her the movie before this that she had was X Men. No, it was the same time. Two thousands first X Men. Yeah, so, so same same exact time. And I think I think the movie before X Men was or like before two thousand. I think she'd only been in like the piano when she was like a child. So like beats me. She man. was a child. She won an Oscar. And she, she I think she's one of the youngest Oscar winners ever, or nominations, or something like that. Well, that's yeah, weird. It's weird to see her like this in this movie. Yeah, it's like, oh, she a hoe. All right. Well, um, to briefly talk about actors who are weird to see in this movie. Mm-hmm. So many. And no, in this specific movie, Zoe Deschanel cannot act. Well, that's one of her first acting appearances. She's yeah. so bad, especially the scene where she walks up to William in the airport. Um, it's so guys, bad. This is my brother. It's so bad. Yeah. I think I'm needed. The entire time I'm watching, I'm just like, oh my god, the way you're delivering these lines. Yeah. Well, it's like, that's why I threw up. Oh, yeah. Zoe Deschanel. Zoe Deschanel. And I know that's just kind of who she is, the person. Like, the way she speaks uh-huh. is really awkward. But, like... Yeah, she was... You've seen New Girl. Like, she's, like, really, like, ditzy and, like... I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, no, I just finished that. But, um... Yeah, we may be seeing another Zoe Deschanel movie in the future coming up. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about, but maybe. I don't know. We might be. I think Christmas movies she might be in. I don't know. Oh. 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 Oh, Oh, I thought that was her sister. No, it's her. No, it's her. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. um, Oh, interesting factoid. You might know this. I don't know. but the. uh, 
if it's anything related he to probably does. Music, he probably does. He knows probably it. Do, yeah. yeah. The Pearl Jam guitarist did all the guitar parts for Stillwater. Yep. Yeah, that that's pretty cool to know. I didn't know that. Yeah, and um the singer of Heart, Nancy Wilson, I think she oh, she like, so, like the Stillwater band was what made up of Pearl Jam and Nancy Wilson and uh, a bunch of other people from other different like popular bands and stuff. So, you know, they made the soundtrack. That's cool. pretty cool. I want to know who did the vocals though. I don't know. Cuz that's one thing I'll credit Jason Lee with. He he can lip sync, man. Cuz I, I always thought as a kid, I always thought that was him singing. Yeah, no. They also like capture the ambiance and the sound of a concert really well. I think I mentioned that already. Now I think about it. Yeah, maybe. Oh, uh-huh. wait, that was the first time. That was, yeah, the first time we recorded and yeah. we had to stop, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the uh, the ambiance of a concert, they actually, like, did a really good job of in this movie. It mm-hmm. it made you feel like you were, like, I don't know, maybe watching, like, a live, um, yeah. a live movie, I guess. Yeah, and that, that's why I think, like, movie. like, grabbed me as a kid, because, like, especially with the fever dog scene, you know? Yeah. It's like, I mean, it's all about that moment. It's all, it's all about like getting him to just like let go of the real world and move into the cool world, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, Penny like takes away his notebooks. Like, don't fucking write notes. It's a fucking rock show. Yeah, yeah. So it's also like, oh, don't record the fucking rock show. Be at the rock show. It's like yeah, that, the whole thing nowadays too with that. Like, I mean, yeah, be present, be present, be in the moment. Yeah. Um, also, another side note on that. Um, Oh, there's a music video for Fever Dog that. Um, oh, I didn't know Cameron, that. Uh, whatever his name is, the the director. Cameron Crow. Cameron Crow directed and put out oh. for Fever Dog for this movie, like right That's after it was released. Cool. Was it? Is it just like the the band like on stage and stuff? I don't know. I just read it. Oh, I gotta <laughs> go trivia. watch it. I don't know, man. <laughs> but I legitimately like this album. Like, like I like Fever Dog. Love thing. Um, you had to be there. Um, and like whatever I. Th- whatever the song is that's like William and Penny's theme together like those four songs are like top of my list I yeah, love those songs I, I, the only one I can think of right now is Fever Dog so yeah. Love Thing is the one they listen to in the radio station oh yeah okay. yeah and then okay. the guys fall, falls asleep <laughs> yeah I get it I got that now okay yeah. okay um <laughs> the Russell-William dynamic is done really well in the movie obviously mm-hmm. it kind of has to be um, but especially at the pool scene, mm-hmm. like they're just like, Oh yeah. He tells him everything. Yeah. It's like a yeah. really well done scene between those two. Yeah. While they're just pushing each other into the pool in the background. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bunch of fucking idiots in the background. He's yeah. like, yeah, you know, I'm better than all these guys. You know, that's just my honest opinion. Yeah. And then, you know, so yeah, but Russell's see Russell's like, he's a dick, but like, I don't know. It's like, it's all about, so everybody has an arc. Kate or um, Penny, why don't I just get Kate Hudson? Penny learns to, I guess, be be herself or be independent of the rock world. Yeah. William learns to, like, I guess, grow into himself as a person, but just kind of grow up, basically. Um, or he's disillusioned. He's, he doesn't idolize these people anymore because he's their peer now, I guess. Well, not their peer, but you know what I mean. Yeah. And then Russell's all about um, being humble. You know, not much like humble pie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, like we see we see Penny get, like, I guess betrayed. She gets sold to humble pie for 50 bucks in a, in a case of beer. Yeah. You know, she's like, what kind of beer? 
Yeah, that was, that was fucking rude. Like, yeah. oh, that's that's how they the roadies and the yeah they work. That's that's disrespectful. Rough. Yeah, I I mean, shit. Oh, and Williams quick to point that out. It's like he, she was your biggest fan, and you threw her away. Hey, you, you know? dumb fuck. <laughs> like that was gonna be like the last thing that he says to anyone before they died. Yeah, like, that 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 shit means something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, we're alive. We're gonna live. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, I shit my pants every I'm time. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> perfect. First, only thing he says in the entire movie. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm gay. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <laughs> and everyone just kind of like look at him. Just like. Now you decide to say something. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, that's like the only thing I wrote down for the second half of the movie. Is I'm yeah. gay. And that's the only note I have there. Um, well, I mean, there's the scene. Well, we already talked well, the about scene that. We already talked about that. Yeah. 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 Such um, a good song. They're family. Time. They're a road family. Yeah, that, that yeah. whole thing. Um, well, yeah, it, it's just like they all. I mean, it was like the what? I wouldn't say it's the biggest fight in the movie, which is interesting. But well, like, that's the plane fight for sure. Definitely the plane fight. Yeah, that's well, that's the climax, I guess, mm-hmm. of the movie. Um, you know, if we're talking about structure, mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're definitely going to talk about structure in this. It's that's me. Yeah, that's me. I step. Just do it as you're cutting. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it as you're cutting. Okay. Well, yeah, it's, it. it's always a cutting anyway. So yeah. yeah. Welcome to Structure One Hundred and One with your host. Danny Wass. Pick me. Welcome to Structure 101. I'm Danny Wass. And I'm, I'm just to... here to listen. Oh, my chair is all slidey-whitey. Oh. I'm oh, here baby. to talk about the structure of this movie. So, movie starts off uh, with a, yeah, with a cold, well, it starts off with the with the cool, like, um, I always like the title sequence. With like the, the writing on the thing. You mentioned something that you didn't like that. So it just caught me off guard. It's not that I didn't like it. It mm-hmm. just caught me off guard. And now it's got me on ideas for stuff with our uh, possible second season coming up. Ooh, but yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Something totally off topic there. Yeah. So I, I copied that for my video essay mm. um, where like, you know, like uh, introducing like, hey, this is an almost famous dichotomy, real and cool, whatever. Gotcha. So I wrote it on like a notepad and stuff. So I like that it's cold open, and then it starts off with um, like a flashback scene, or like when he's a young kid, mm-hmm. he's talking with his mom, and she you know, she's like very overbearing and stuff. So this is like he's a bitch. This is the day in the life kind of thing that you have you have to learn about. So it's it's slightly it's slightly not traditional with like structure, I guess, because mm-hmm. you start off um, in a completely different place. Um, so then, but then basically the the whole tipping point is when his sister leaves. That's yes. the inciting incident where he finds the records and stuff, and then it flash flashes him towards Act Two, mm-hmm. basically where we're sort of re- like a introduction redo, thing, yeah, kind of thing. Um, so then we get like another inciting incident where he leads up to meeting Lester Bangs, mm-hmm. you know. Then that leads him to go to the first concert where he meets Penny Lane. So this is, I it guess... It sends him on his journey. Yes. Yeah. That, in a way. That could be kind of like meeting of the princess kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, then he meets the band. Um, or maybe Russell could be like meeting the princess. I don't know. It's one of those. You know, Russell is the princess? I don't know. But he's kind of like <laughs> the goal of the movie, right? Yes. Yeah, he is the goal. Yeah, so... And then she's the second goal. Yeah, so Act 2 is kind of him like it's the funny games part so you see a lot of um how the band interacts you're going along for the ride and everyone's having a fun time um with the pictures and shit and um 
you see William like slowly getting inundated with the cool like oh this is really fucking cool and I'm losing track of being part of the Rolling Stone magazine and then um, everything changes at the midpoint when the band has an argument yes oh no and then Russell's like screw it let's go find something real man and then you get the I'm Golden God scene and I am a golden god yeah and so the midpoint is sort of it's sort of be it's supposed to be the moment where where everything changes yeah I don't really get the feeling of that I feel like they kind of like lose track of for a second and then they like get back to the status quo of like being abandoned stuff with the tiny dancer scene yeah which is the scene yeah I love that scene and then obviously the climax is on the plane and then you know from there we get like the low point when um William uh, Russell denies William's entire story. Yep. And then... Um, it doesn't last too long. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so basically, William's in a, in a really low place. Um, he Then we get the... Um, Lester Bangs gets on the phone again and like tells him like the theme of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like you're... The only thing is that matters is stuff that's uncool. Yeah. that's how you know if you're like talking to a real person, you know? Um... And then Penny um, mends the broken wounds in the, I guess, the third plot point. Yeah. Um, and then we get to a resolution of, oh, now they're all cool. The band gets the front page story. They're on the tour for 74. So Yep. Yeah. And that was the structure of this movie. Yep. And what what exactly, like, do you think it's a good amount of structure? Do you think it's too much in places? Like, what exactly I, are you feeling with this I, movie? I tend to think... I mean, this movie does lag in a few small places. Mm-hmm. It tends to drag a lot in the first act, I think. And a little bit in the second act, too. Yeah, well, that's because we watched the two-hour, 40-minute version of this movie. Yeah, there are a lot of, there's some needless scenes, a lot of um, yeah. cutting back to the mom, which I guess is more more like setting the stakes, but I think you could, you could have the same kind of effect um, with... Um, William just on on tour. Yeah, you yeah. don't have to cut back to him missing. I guess it's to better better establish the timeline. I think like oh, first he misses a test, then he misses a few more tests, and then he misses graduation, and then he's I yeah, don't, you know, so he's too far gone with this whole project thing. So yeah, no, it definitely could have been cut out. And I'm glad they went with the two hour cut of the movie as yeah. the final version. Like, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that were cut out. Obviously, forty. I minutes. obviously don't know what was cut out because I've never seen the original version. But like, same. I I forget. Well, you, well, you've seen it, but like, you I've don't... seen it, but I forget like what exactly is cut out. Like, I'm pretty sure the scene with I think before he goes to on tour with with Stillwater, he like the scene with him and um, the girlfriend's um, mm-hmm. boyfriend. Yeah. Or the, I mean, the sister's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that was added, and he's where he's being all weird. Mm. He's just like, I'm just gonna chill here for a minute. You do your thing, you know? Anyway, that was the structure of this movie. And that was Structure 101 with your host, Danny Wass. That was me. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, yeah, when they were, um, when they they got kicked off, or when the Louisiana got electrocuted and, like, they had to get on the bus, they had to get on the bus and, like, leave. (laughs) The bitch is running after, like, talking to Willie, like, hey, hey, it's a fucking wall. (laughs) I just laughed my Ass off, but that <laughs> yeah. like, are you dumb bitch this movie can find a lot of like fun fun little moments to put in the little comment like with the I'm gay scene and the yeah. the feck you and <laughs> feck you 
hey. <laughs> What's the difference? The letter, the letter U. U. <laughs> Sorry, I hit the mic. It's okay. I bumped this microphone with my right boob every podcast. There you go. I today haven't hit the mic today. Mm. I haven't hit the mic today. You haven't. I know. I'm so proud of you. I know. I'm Question for our viewers. Okay. Midnight Pacific time is 3 a.m. Eastern time, right? Yes. Cool. Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, I'm, so, I'm the viewer. Thanks. <laughs> um, I'm so confused. She's just asking. Time she, zones are confusing. No, Wait. Not. So okay. So okay. So look at speaking of time zones. Oh boy. I just need to get this right. Okay. So there's there's are there three time zones in in the United States? Four. There's four. Eastern, Central, Central. Mountain, what Pacific. Pacific? Yeah. Oh fuck. Never mind then. Because I was thinking like, how come? How come like? I, I wasn't taking into account um, or mountain time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I always thought, like, why is Pacific three hours away, but we're zero hours away? So where's the one in the, is yeah. it, you know, two yeah. hours? Mountain's the smallest zone. So, yeah. Makes sense. It's mainly Colorado. That's where I think of mountain. I think that's where, it's uh, like the whole Rocky Mountains. Like, that whole strip is basically mountain dumb. time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, because no I wasn't one, good at geography. I didn't I, take a class I, I like that. Who cares about mountain? Like, you always hear, like, you know, like, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, or a lot of time, like, I'll hear, like, oh, 6 p.m. Eastern, like, 3 p.m. Pacific. No yeah. one gives a fuck about mountain. Yeah. No one ever puts things in mountain time. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Except Colorado. Apparently. Fuck Colorado. They're, Col- they're so high, they can't tell the time anyway. I don't think it's True. even all of Colorado. I think it's only like part of Colorado. Time is... Oh, um... <laughs> I think Arizona is one of those split states that's half the time zone, half not. Yeah. Did you uh, also know weird. that... Arizona's real fucking weird. Well, Most yeah. of the state doesn't celebrate daylight savings time. They don't, like, observe it. How does that happen? They just don't. Like, work? I have a friend who lives in Arizona. Wait, so are they just, like, off? Yeah. For, like... And then, like, works itself back out when, like, we, like, go back? I mean, we technically don't need daylight savings time. We just do it because, like, we're used to being dark and gloomy as fuck in the winter like it is now. So, yeah. I mean... <laughs> I don't know why we do it. It's really weird. But they just, like, certain parts of it... I think most of Arizona... Mm. It's not all of it, but it's like specific parts. They just don't observe daylight savings time. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess we, you know, we, I'd be fine if we just like just recognize, just like, hey, it's just a little darker this time of year. Yeah, you know, it's just annoying because like when we left my mom's today, it wasn't even seven p.m. Yeah, and I was falling asleep in the car like it was midnight, and I'm like, yeah. damn, when is the sun gonna go back to setting at literally like ten p.m. Yeah, summers are fun. I'm glad that we don't live in part of the world where, like, it's sun. Like Alaska? Yeah. Ah, uh, yes, Alaska. Like, even, like, uh, there's a YouTuber I watch, and she lives in Idaho, and, like, in the summer, like, their sun is up, like, late. Damn. Yeah, I mean, right now, Alaska is dark until, like, February uh-huh. all the time. Yep. So, like, fuck that. Damn, drunk thoughts, man. <laughs> Not even drunk thoughts. This is just normal talk thoughts. Um, but yeah, um, um, I'm, I mean, I'm not, I'm not as drunk as I was before. No, that's good. That's good. Um, I'm not like lo- I'm not like um, vacuum cleaner on the ceiling, drunk. Yeah, I saw you posted that. That was that was a great episode. Uh, wait, that was episode three, right? Of course it was. Yeah, cool. Tom, a great episode. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Great yes. time. Great time. Um, what else do I got on here? Um. 
Yeah, this one doesn't oh, have to be that Oh, the poor fucking kid doesn't know how old he is in the beginning. Dude, like, I know. <laughs> well, because, like, I... So, something like this happened with me. Like, I thought I was... I thought I always went went into kindergarten when I was five. Yeah. And then, then I realized, like, wait, I'm a year younger than, like, everybody. Mm-hmm. It's because my birthday's on right on the cutoff of... Oh. Of, like, school time. So, like, December 1st literally is the cutoff. My birthday's November 30th. Happy birthday to me. Yes, happy so, birthday to you. Like... Um, so I had the choice when I was four to wait a year and be older than everybody or yep. go right into kindergarten. Like, you had to do the same yeah, thing. Yeah, I started kindergarten when I was four. Mm. Yeah. So um, that's why I graduated when I was 17. Did you go to preschool? Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I went to preschool when I was three. Yeah. I went to preschool. Yeah, fucking Not weird. going to preschool sucked because then everyone in my kindergarten class was already friends. Yeah. And I didn't know any of them. Yeah. I don't rough. know why I didn't go to preschool. Yeah. <laughs> rough. <laughs> Because my Oof. three other siblings did. <laughs> like, my older brother, and then my younger sister, my younger brother, all went to preschool. Mom saw me, and she's like, nah. That's what happens when you're the firstborn daughter. Mm. Treat like shit. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Not Hopefully soon. Yeah. soon. <laughs> no. Oh, man. No, don't do that. Yeah. Um, yeah anyway, what else you got on those notes? I got of? nothing. I just love this movie just because it, it just, I don't know. I go, like, I do, I return to it, like, at least once a year. Yeah. Just to, just to see what's going on. It's, it's my like favorite movie. Yeah, it's tradition, you know? Mm. It's, it's like, and I can recognize that it's not. Like, it won Best Screenplay in 2000. I can recognize it's not, like, a perfect movie. Mm-hmm. You know, especially with the with the new things that Sepper just brought up. That I, it's going to be <laughs> on my mind every time yeah. I watch this movie now. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um, especially, like, the scene with Alexia where she's getting pulled away and she whispers to William. She's like, ah, forgive me, Father. Like, I may sin tonight. Like, yeah. she bitch is, like, 14. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, eh. Yeah. 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 That was Anna Paquin, I believe, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But I don't know. There's some, just something about this movie that, like, it has great music. It, like, it's like, it's sort of like a biography. I mean, it is a biography. Um, Cameron Crowe lived this. Like, that, yes, like, that yes. was his, his experience um, with Led Zeppelin, I believe. Yeah, he was, um, yeah. When they were, like, small. So, I don't know. And it, it, I guess it, it, you know, not to be like, I don't know, it's like stupid and sappy and shit. It made me feel closer to my dad because mm. he was, he lived this scene and stuff. So like, it's kind of cool to know like what exactly it was kind of like for him sort to of be on the road. The, an idea of the experience. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. And that's the gayest thing you've ever said. Yeah. It's really cute. Um, looping back to one random thing that I just remembered. I love how in the plane scene. Everyone's bumping around. They're all falling over. Mm-hmm. Their wine glasses don't move. Yeah, like not one bit. And what at one point, do? at one point, someone mentioned hold the glasses, but like the only person who was actually holding one was like Leslie, I think. And what that's, the, yeah, what the, well, it's all about like water and shit, like splashing around. But the glasses, the glasses themselves don't move. Don't move. <laughs> oh yeah, because like the physical yeah. glasses. Yeah. Just, <laughs> so you see everyone going like this, and the wine glasses. Just just vibing. <laughs> they chilling. Yeah. yeah, what are you um, gonna do? Man. It's not a sound stage. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's well, that's the scary thing because like that that actually happened. 
Or that happens a lot. Or that used to happen a lot. Well, Buddy Holly died in a fucking plane crash. Yeah, you got Buddy Holly, uh, Randy Rhodes. Um, well, Buddy Holly died with the Big Bopper, and that's like what American Pie, that whole song's about. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah, plane crashes died. Or plane crashes... <laughs> Plane crashes died. Plane crashes died. No, a lot of people died through plane crashes that were in like big bands and stuff. So like, you know, it happens, man. Let's take a moment. Scary. R.I.P. Kobe. I was gonna say. R.I.P. Kobe. Yeah. Um, That was a helicopter, but close enough. Close enough. Um, Just blame Bush. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Good one. Um, Let's see. I got one more note. Just trying to find where the fuck it was. Oh. Make the guy who isn't getting off get off. <laughs> what the fuck was that line? I forget when it was. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, Jeff yeah, was saying when Jeff, he connects to people. Yeah, yeah. Jeff's weird, man. That's yeah, why I don't like him. <laughs> was so I'm focused on the guy who's not getting off, and I make him get off. Like, it's like, oh. It's like, bro, I suck your dick. I don't even care. I suck it suck hard. <laughs> all right. I'll man. start with, uh, I think we're all done here. I assume. Yeah, we're That's about awesome. wrapped up. Yeah. I'll put in a structure 101. Oh, yeah, we'll throw that in. in. Oh, I'll give Danny his... It'll be Danny's turn to get off. Yeah. I'll uh, give yeah. him his oh, structure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He does that. I'm gonna Every Friday the- morning. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to give the movie a solid 80. An 80. Out of 100. Okay. Yeah. It was a really <laughs> fun movie. <laughs> Yeah, every Friday at 8 a.m. Every Friday morning, it's just jerk off to alarm. structure. He has a, I was going to say, it's labeled. Get get off to structure. Remind Hashtag me Jeff BB. <laughs> Remind me never to bust into your room at 8 a.m. Tell me bust in a nut. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Dan, you give it an 80? 80, yes. Yeah, I'd say a good 80. 80. No surprise here. I give it a hundred. Of course, you gotta. Yeah. You gotta. Yeah. It's my no, favorite it, movie. I gotta. It was definitely a good watch. Like I enjoyed the movie, and you know, it was a two hour and forty minute cut of the movie. I know, and I apologize. I thought it was just gonna be a two hours long, and then yeah, it's supposed like, to be. Oh, I got the bootleg cut, and I didn't even realize. It's like, oh, it's like extended, <laughs> extended cut, <laughs> extended so. unrated cut. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, we got to see like more things, like a lot of naked women. But I don't know what the original movie even had in it like what it didn't and what it did have I mean so, like, just basically just think of this movie but West just titty. like without extra scenes like without mm-hmm. like the um <laughs> it has all the pivotal scenes right pivot pivot Sorry. <laughs> okay. Oh, we didn't say it when you said he's the pivotal character. No, Fuck. we didn't. Damn. Because I didn't think of that. Oh, <laughs> Some friends. friends. Oh, I don't like friends. When they're yeah, trying to get the, get the couch up the stairs. I don't like friends. Dude, I know that pain all too well. Trying to get the couch into this apartment. Mm-hmm. I imagine. Yeah. I can imagine that. Remember getting the box spring into our old apartment? Oh, my God. Don't even give me... Because we couldn't... We, we went up all the way... All, up, all the way up the, the fire escape, right? And then we couldn't get around the corner, yeah. so we're like, "Fuck!" So we went. We decided to go drag it all the way. You, you remember the apartment? Oh, we I remember. Walk down the driveway, and then we had to like squeeze it through that tiny little. I don't want to talk about it. Jesus. It was it was rough. I don't want to talk it was about a rough. It. I don't know how they got the couch because they apparently Tyler got the couch through the fire escape. I don't want. To talk I have about no it. idea how he did that. Bars on the fucking. How the? F- I don't want. I don't want to talk about it, dude. I somehow got that chair. Up, up the fire escape by into, myself yeah, without house. taking it apart. Because hmm. I, I didn't was, know it came apart. I think I was just playing Stardew Valley while you did that. Or I was at work. No, you were at work. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, 80, 80, 100. Yeah. That's a wrap, folks. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And that was uh, Danny's birthday episode. Happy birthday to Jimmy. 
That's what I was going to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, it was a that was a good movie. I enjoyed it for the most part, and I know Seth had her problems with it. But um, she has her issues. I'm more upset about not knowing where my Pringles are right now, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're Movie Drunks. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with at Movie Drunks Cast. I'm Dan. I'm Danny. You can find me at uh, Instagram and Twitter at Danny Waz, Danny underscore Waz. And you can find my YouTube channel at Danny Waz. And uh, consider donating to our anchor page. I don't do afters enough to have a little spiel about my handles. I don't know. I'm on Instagram and Twitter, but on Twitter, I only talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi, so... Yeah. Follow me yeah. at your own risk. Yeah. I also don't know my at, so just kind of just figure luck. it out. <laughs> She's, yeah, it's probably just those tweets for Obi Wan and J.K. Simmons. So yeah, <laughs> oh, God. that's my brand. <laughs> so Danny, what are we watching next week? Well, we're gonna watch Baby Driver. Of oh course. yeah, I'm stupid. Yeah, yeah. Gotta yeah. <laughs> remember, man. I don't remember a lot of things. Anyway, uh, so in this specific cut, um, it's if Baby Driver was inside of like he stopped at like like a like a hotel or a plaza mm-hmm. one would say um and then all of a sudden terrorist attack and it's around christmas time and then he has to you know figure out like a way to drive out of there yeah, in a speedy way sounds like a good sequel yeah huh. yeah it is so yeah this is the uh, start of our christmas movie month and um i don't know this next movie is greatly debated to be you know the greatest christmas movie of all time yeah i think it is yeah, I mean, especially if you had a baby driver in there. Oh, my God. Yeah. Add baby. Oh, oh, baby. baby. <laughs> Cheers, bitch. Ah.